This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, earlier today, uh, the Houston Texans and J.J. Watt announced a mutual parting of the ways. Mm -hmm. Um, I I saw something that was kind of interesting. Pro Football Talk put out a a tweet that said, it's interesting that the the Texans would would go ahead and let J.J. Watt walk without any compensation, but they won't trade Deshaun Watson. I saw that. There's no comparison there. That had racial undertones. <laughs> and there's, that, it, 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 it's and unneeded. Like, These are apples to oranges. Absolutely. One's a 25-year-old quarterback. The other one's a 32-year-old defensive lineman that they were looking to move. They just went he out. He wasn't going to be back no matter what. They went out from under that contract. Yes. <laughs> I was a little shocked that they couldn't get a pick for him in some way, shape, or form. But nobody knows the cap's going to be. Everyone's up against it, and he's really expensive. So Here's how he's, he was scheduled to make... Seventeen and a half million dollars in base salary this year. Yeah, right. Base salary. That means that's untradeable. That's untradeable. Again, know? I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah, yeah. So, end of sentence. Any team that would have traded been for him, him for a month. Yeah, probably. Any team that would would have traded for him would have had to take on that seventeen and a half million dollar salary. Yeah. Nobody's going to do that. that. Right. Um, a couple things. First of all, totally. I, I saw that tweet. Now, there's not many tweets I see, but I'm like. <laughs> It feels like you're just that's, poking the that's bear. I mean, fish in the fish. Yeah. One guy's a cap casualty, which has no value to the team. One's the second best asset in all of the football. Yeah, the other you guy know, you can get three or four first-round draft picks for. cut him, too, because he asked for it, you know, as opposed to trading him for a ton or trying to bring him back. I mean, I was talking about the Texans today. Their offense averaged the most yards per play in the entire league, tied, you know, tied with the Chiefs. Because of Watson. You know, I mean, yeah. he's unbelievably valuable. That's a side note. We didn't even talk about Watt. Here's what I think Watt is as a player right now is I think he's in a first half ballot Hall of Famer if he never Absolutely, plays. Absolutely, yeah. No doubt. I mean, it's him and Aaron Donald are the best players of this generation. In fact, and I, can t- I can tell you that word. J. I'm J. curious. J.J. Watt on the Hall of Fame monitor is the fourth best defensive lineman ever. Defensive end ever. Okay. The only guys ahead of him are Reggie White, Bruce, Bruce Smith, Smith, Jack Youngblood. Okay. Jack Youngblood's kind of a surprise to be I honest. Say, but... I'd rather play against Jack Youngblood than J.J. Watt in his prime. Yeah. But he's a no-brainer, and I think him and Aaron Donald are the best defensive linemen since Reggie White. I mean, like, all-time great, obviously. Um, I still think he's very effective. He's not that level. He's not the best defensive lineman in the league. I think he's more effective if he plays, like, 35 to 40 snaps exactly a game. Exactly what I was going to say. I've yeah. said that a couple times today. He needs to be a rotational player. Right. Situational. Yeah. And the beauty of him is... He brings a ton of energy, and he brings a ton of versatility. You can too. play him an end, or you can play him a tackle. He can stand up and do Bud Dupree things. He can play the nose on third and nine. You know, you can move him anywhere in between. So, like, Stan just asked me, well, does he fit the scheme? I'm like, he fits every scheme. <laughs> yeah. He does. I mean, yeah. you, there's somewhere you can it's like, put him. It's like Aaron Donald. You would, you, you, yeah. he, fit, he fits any scheme. Yeah, and you can line him up in so many different spots that no matter what position you need, he could do it well enough still. But you're right. He needs to be a rotational player to be best used. And the Steelers would be perfect for that. 
but (laughs) he's not going to play for free. Um, so, you know, what is he worth at this point in his career as a, as a part-time player? And is he willing to accept that kind of role? That's He's what worth you don't more know. than the Steelers could give him. Right. So the, the question that you have to ask yourself, and if you're J.J. Watt, okay, do I want to go somewhere where I can win a, potentially win a Super Bowl? Sure. Or, and maybe you could do the same this with the Steelers as well, mm-hmm. do I want to go to the Steelers and play with my brothers and potentially win a Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. And be part of a potentially the best defense in the league. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's right. appealing as well. Or, I mean, I, I, I would have to assume year. that, Say a place like oh I don't know Green Bay might be attractive to him being from also, Wisconsin. Yep, there's and also a, also that, a good team. Yeah, there's three teams I think that'll be linked to him. They also don't have any money either, right? Um, because they would be a Super Bowl contender in his home. Uh, I guess his wife. I just heard this today. Is She's a, a soccer player in the Chicago's team, right? So that would be her team. Yeah, you know, and the well, Bears could use them, but they need. Quite frankly, players. I mean, there's it, Green Bay to Chicago is not. Far. I guess it's not a hall either. Yeah. It's pretty close to home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think all 32 should have some interest because he could do so many things, especially if you're a contender. But I would think those are the three that the Watt family like the, would most I, I, I've seen, like Tony Grossi, who covers the Browns, mm-hmm. um, immediately put out to tweet, oh, now, now, this, now it doesn't, the Browns don't have to trade for him. They can just go out and sign him. Maybe. I just don't know that, is he going to want to do that? I don't know. I mean, it depends how important money is versus those other three teams. Here's how much he's made over the course of his career. He's made $100 million. As a football player. As a football player in right. 10 years. Plus these subway commercials he doesn't do. All, those com- right. all the national commercials that he does. So, um, you know, he's won three Defensive Player of the Year awards. But if he goes somewhere like Cleveland, now he's got to be the man. Well, Vernon, or, you know, uh, Garrett would be the man. But he's still going to play... A hundred percent of the time. Now, maybe he, maybe he still sees himself as I can still do that. Mm-hmm. The problem I mean, I, is that you know if when he does do that, then he breaks down. See, I think yeah, I think that's a key. I mean, I, I, if I'm the I mean, there's a lot of teams you could consider. He did make it through all sixteen games this year and played well. That was you know he's he's done, but he's only done that twice in the last five years. Mm-hmm. And the other years that he didn't, he played eight, he played five, he played four. There's had a lot of major yeah. injuries. But he played I mean, ninety-seven. At, he played ninety-seven percent of the snaps this year for the Texans. That was his uh, career high, actually. I mean, I don't think he's going to Jacksonville or Cincinnati or. The no, Jets he's or not anything. just going to go anywhere and chase the money. That's no, that's the I point. I assume not, and just hang on and have bad final years, and you know. Yeah. I mean, if you looked at Cleveland and thought they're an upstart team. Or, you know, if, you, a, if you if you thought that Cleveland had a chance to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I don't see Cleveland, Cleveland as a Super Bowl team. I don't either, but I think some people will. And you can play opposite Miles Garrett. That's you know, I think that's kind of alluring. And say, hey, please draft one to help spell, and I'll help him bring along. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think it's the worst fit in the world. It's it's not. Cleveland has twenty nine million dollars in cap space. Mm-hmm. Looking at the, uh, do they want to spend? And they have their entire. We talked about this before. Basically, everybody except on their defense, except for Miles Garrett and Ward, Denzel Ward, mm-hmm. of their prominent of their of their starters on defense this right. year, are going to be free agents. Yeah, they have a lot of needs <laughs> on defense, but it includes Olivier Vernon. I mean, they right. need another defensive end type. So, are you going to spend? I don't know, fourteen million on JJ Watt? I don't think anybody's going to spend fourteen million on JJ Watt. If you're Cleveland, you might thinking that you know, hey, this is going to be what the if you're Indy. We get a, Somebody has a lot of money. Okay, what if you get into a bidding war for him? Now it's mm-hmm. now it's going to cost you that. And that might happen. I mean, 
There's no doubt in my mind that whoever JJ's uh, agent is has talked to teams before today. You know that he, the Texans and him knew he was not going to be a Texan this year, whether he officially and asked to be released or not. They've tried to trade him, I'm sure, behind the scenes, and yeah. knew they couldn't bring him back at that money. The one team I seen team. mentioned, watch, watch the Ravens on this one. I was wondering about that. With one too. what money? So they don't have a lot of money. They don't have any money either. He doesn't exactly fit their edge profile either. I mean, he's a lot more like Calais Campbell, and then you want two dinosaurs, you know, investors. You'd have to almost move on from Campbell to do that. I mean, how about the Chiefs or, you know, I'm just saying like good teams. Yeah, potentially. Buffalo or, you know. Yeah. yeah I mean, but the Chiefs, lot, again, the Chiefs are over the cap. Good. Yeah. The Bills would have a little space. They can cut some guys in the front seven. I mean, again, a lot of teams should be interested. It's what it's what he's interested in. Yeah, he's what, does, what does he want to do? That's the thing that always gets overlooked yeah. in these kind of situations. Like when, when Leonard Fournette became a free agent after, last year after nobody claimed him. Right. If he claimed him, it was going to cost you $5 million on, against your cap. Right. Well, he ends up signing with Tampa for $2 million, mm-hmm. and then Steeler fans are like, well, the Steelers should have signed him. And, and look, could they have used him? Absolutely. He was better than what they played with for most of the year. Right. But... Did he want to come here for two million dollars? More importantly, did apples he want to, to come here? apples to apples. Did right. he? Did, if, did he want to come if, here more than Tampa? Yeah. If you offered him two million dollars and Tampa offered him two million dollars, that doesn't mean that he's automatically coming to Pittsburgh. Sure, absolutely not. I mean, playing with Tom Brady on a, what was it looked like a good team at that time and end up being right is very appealing. I mean, maybe even if you offered him two point five million dollars, he might not have come to Pittsburgh. Might or three million dollars, he might not have come to Pittsburgh, and then you could have just claimed him. I'm sure what <laughs> happened was, you know, he passes waivers. And the second he does, his agent phone phone blows up with ten teams calling. Yeah. We could use Leonard Fournette for two million. Right. We have some cap space laying around. And he says, and Well, he Leonard, where do you want to go? Right. Here's the teams interested. Yeah. Which one's You've you always played in with? the South. Um, right. You know, right, right, right. Yeah, how about we go to Tampa? That's that's not that far yeah, of a move for you. It's still good warm weather and sure, all that good sure. stuff. Oh, but they got, t- got they got this new quarterback named Brady. Maybe you've heard of him. He has buddies on the team or what you know, whatever right. the reason is, you know. But, yeah, these players get to pick their free agents. So, in this instance, I will say that the Steeler fans out there who were saying, well, you know, maybe he'll want to play with his brothers. Yeah, there might be a draw for that. For sure. Of course. But the Steelers, like the Steelers aren't going to be able to offer him $10 million a year. They can't even offer him $5 million a year. No. As no. a rotational player? I mean, if he would be involved in something like that, does that mean Alou Alou absolutely doesn't come back? That's probably, yeah, that would right. be what you're looking at. I mean, you're not going to trade Cam or it to do this. You know, so then you may, is your three-man line, are you are you bumping Cam to the nose? Well, I think you draft one then. Yeah. I think you're in the market for a nose then. Yeah. You know, uh, that changes your needs. And you don't worry about other defensive linemen. You just rotate those three like crazy. Yeah. And sometimes play them together. That right. It would be really intriguing. I mean, all of us love it. Yeah. But it's all a huge. If he wants to play, what for he less. wants to, yeah. What what does he want to do? Is he willing to, to, you know? Again, we were talking about resigning Tyson Alualu on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, I'm thinking maybe he, you know, you sign him to a two year deal that's he, he counts two million dollars against your cap this year. This year, and this year, next yeah. year is a little heavier, which would be fine. Maybe, but is, do all, is but... JJ Watt going to take that deal just to play with his brothers? He has to. <laughs> I mean, that's the only that's way, the it, only way it works, right? You know, and otherwise, be wonderful. I mean, he'd be doing this, this, the town a favor, but the Steelers do have a trump card that no one else in the league does. That's the and only he trump. Need money. It's the only, it's the tr- only trump card. The right. only trump card they have, and they don't stink. And they don't yeah. stay. Yeah, you know, right. It's Contrary to what the belief is among many Steeler fans, right? They're going to be in the mix. They're going to be in the mix. They don't yeah. stink. 
So <laughs> I know you did some work on this. I did. With TJ's contract, which yes. obviously is hanging around. And frankly, Derek's doesn't matter that much. Right. <laughs> and he's kind of happy, should be happy to be here. Could you go to the Watt family and say, I got this much for Watts? You guys all go <laughs> in the is, backyard. This and is my chunk out. of money for Watts. Right. Yeah. You guys fight it out like you used to as kids and uh, call Subway and they can film the whole thing. Or, if they yeah. fought it out, my money would still be on JJ. Yeah. He's 60 pounds heavier than the other two. They'd He's have to, it would be like a tag complex. team. <laughs> right. Right. That's yeah. probably never occurred before. They've probably never both went after him at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Derek holds his own, though. I bet he does, I wouldn't yeah. mess with many fullbacks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I did look, and it just worked out this way today. That um, You were doing this anyway. On right? my Friday Insider this week that we do every week on DK Pittsburgh Sports, I said, what would a potential, if the Steelers went to TJ Watt today mm-hmm. and said, hey, here we're going to offer you a contract extension. And people said, well, you don't have any money. Well, here's a way you can do this. I'd say you could make money, though. Yeah, this is a way you could do this. You'd probably save yourself. If if it doesn't come out as, as at least even to what he's going to be paid this year, you might even save a little bit of money. Of, of today's cap. To, on, to, on this year's cap. Then I'm all for it. Now, two, it the two big signings at, at the defensive end position, the edge position, in the last two years have been Joey Bosa and Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. And, and those, he's going to want that money. Those two contracts couldn't be any differently. Oh, really? Even though Bosa signed a five-year, $135 million contract. I know the Chargers notoriously signed strange structured deals. Garrett signed five years, $125 million. Okay. So, obviously, Bosa's getting a little bit more. Um, when you look at Bosa's contract, it, it included $78 million fully guaranteed. Wow. Over how many years again? Five. Okay. Uh, it was a th- That's and not a bad spread out there. That was with a $35 million signing and a $35 million signing bonus. Okay. Uh, that averages out to $27 million a year. Okay. Garrett's deal was five years, 125 as I said. Um, despite all everything, the way Bosa's cap hit came in at 20, in 2020 was $15 million this year. Okay, because he signed it in the preseason. Yeah. Right. Um, Garrett's cap hit... Came in at ten point one two six million, a five million dollar difference. Even though there was only ten million dollars difference in the whole in the, in the whole, whole term of the contract, okay. and it came down to that guaranteed money. The Chargers gave Bosa a roster bonus of seven million dollars last year, mm-hmm. in addition to the thirty five million dollar signing bonus, and he got a one million dollar salary. So they paid out of pocket for Joey Bosa last year the forty three million dollars. Wow, of actual money, of actual money out Jeff the door. Yeah, okay. Um, the Browns gave Garrett a signing bonus of $21 million. Which isn't much. No. I mean, but they guarantee, they fully guaranteed $100 million of that contract, which that's where you make up the difference yeah. in the... He's a smidge younger. Yeah. You know. So when you look at the... Okay, so, so Bosa... Mean, he's getting that money. Yeah, right, Bosa yeah. got 30... Got, uh, got uh, what did I say, $78 million fully guaranteed. guaranteed. I think so, yeah. So the difference between that is $22 million, which is right about the difference between the signing bonus that Bosa got, or what he got out of pocket last year, and what Garrett got. Okay. So they'll get the same amount They're gonna, yeah. basically guaranteed, just when you get it. But what that did, though, was make Garrett uh, 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 Garrett's cap hit uh, $10.126 million last year, which, which was the last wonderful. year, which is the last year of his rookie deal. Mm-hmm. This year, the first year that deal kicks in, his his cap hit is nine point three five two million. Wow, that's very favorable, obviously, yeah. for what he is. And I mean, it's not a huge difference, but 
Those two were top four picks. Where Watt was a later first rounder, so yeah. I mean, they're, they're that really deal. doesn't matter now. The rookie deals are done. Yeah, on. right. I guess it does. But you could do that. You could work out this deal so that again, uh, Watt's uh, salary this year is ten point, I think, oh eight or something like that uh, million mm-hmm. base salary, which on, again is a steal for what you're getting. Absolutely, from a player. If you go to him now, and you offer him more of a fully guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. You could get. You can say, "Hey, we're gonna, you know, we're 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 only gonna offer you." Like, how would like, you structure it? Like, we're gonna say uh, four or five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, if it's four years again, you go with that same lower signing bonus, but you guarantee more of the money. Typically, they've only done that with Roethlisberger, quarterback. But considering where their cap is and where, or that's what gets you the most long term cap relief. You're right. I mean, it only hurts you if he gets injured or something and can't play anymore. I mean. But you're still giving them guaranteed money no matter what. Right. It just depends when you It get depends on how you want to give it to them. Yeah. Maybe that is a smart move to do now. It's kind of what they did with Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward's contract that he signed uh, before last year, the, the contract extension, his f- salary the next two seasons is only like $4 million. Yeah. But Which then, makes him not, you know, not going to be, oh, you're going to get cut. Right, like, yeah. He's probably going to be here then. But the last two years of that contract, his salary jumps up to like, you know, $17 million in both of those two years. Because it's really a three-year deal. Maybe he doesn't see that. If he's right. still playing at a high level, yes, he sees that. If he's but, not... Yeah, or if the cap's yeah. $300 million and, and, you know, everyone's making that. But this was the, chances are he's not going to see that. Yeah, this was the sticking point with, for example, Le'Veon Bell. The Steelers, were, you know, they weren't offering him a big signing bonus and, and very little guaranteed money. But if you're a running back and... And he, and he kept saying, well, that just means you could cut me after, you know, three years of this thing. Yeah. They're not going to cut. Because they're not going to invest. But they're not going to cut T.J. Watt. Right. Because the <laughs> positions are much different. Yeah. You know, they're probably both playing at an equal level when they ask for the contract. But Watt's going to be on the team four more years. He's still young. He'd have to fall off dramatically. Dramatically. Dramatically, yeah. right. Or get hit with injuries like his brother did to even consider it. Yeah. And even then, the cap's going to be higher. So, so I think it's something that's worth exploring. If you can get Watt at, at the, the same number that he's at now, or even a little bit lower, even if it's even if you're only saving five hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars, but then you don't have to worry about that ever again either, too. Like, because on, well, next year, yeah, team. you only have two starters under contract on your defense mm-hmm. going into after this season, right? Well, he's one of the ones that you want. He's the most important one. Yeah, right. Um, do you want to? Do you want to have to say next year? Well, we got we got. 27 free agents that we want to sign, but we got to get TJ signed first. No, you'd love to get that not locked <laughs> get up. Get that out of the way. And, and I, I always believe it's a really good message when someone's an elite player that the the team finance – everyone knows what everybody makes. You know, I mean, it's not hard to find. Right. That you financially back that when they deserve it. You don't drag them along. It's a good message to the locker room for sure. Like, yeah. You play like TJ, we're keeping you around and we'll reward you and – I assume the Watt brothers all have the same agent. They do not. Don't they? No, they That's don't. Odd. Yeah, it's well, it strange. I, I guess they go to each their own. I think T- I think uh, JJ and Derek have the same agent. I think TJ has a separate one. Okay. I, say, I looked that I looked that up. Uh, I, I, I do weird stuff at night. I'm, I'm sure just you do. sitting around. Okay. I, I, I was actually going through the Steelers' free agents mm-hmm. or potential free agents and, and figuring out who who had what agents. Uh, you know, so I, when I start calling guys and that kind of yeah. stuff. I noticed that. I'm like, they don't have the same agent. And then I looked to see who J.J.'s agent was. And hmm. 
Speaking of weird things, I've been meaning to bring this up, and you and Labs laughed at me. But Labs gave me a project for Steelers Digest, the, the 18 free agents, write a little something on them, and part of the deal was write their birthday and age and all that stuff. And of the 18 You've been waiting agents, for this one. I've been waiting for this one. Like, <laughs> it blows me away that you guys weren't like, wow, that's really impressive, Matt. Of the 18 free agents, six of them, two pa- or three pairs, all share the same birthday. Which is, what's the chances? There's 365 days in the year. What's the chances that two of them do, let alone three different pairs, and two of them are on Christmas Day? How about that? It's just a little nugget for all you people out okay. there. They'll probably never play again together, but <laughs> I was a little blown away. I keep writing 1225 next to these guys, and I'm like, oh, birthday's familiar, so that's the end of that. But I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. It's been on my cranium for a while now. Well, you got it out there now. Yeah. But uh, let's talk to the Watt boys. If they want to... In the bottom line, if J.J. wants to play for next to nothing, he certainly can. Here. J.J. will be able to pick his spot. Yeah. That's the that's the long and short of it. It's the long and short of it. Um, you know, so what it's going to come down to then is does J.J. – is the draw of playing with his brothers mm-hmm. now, is that something that he wants to do? His parents would save a lot in playing fair. They would. They don't, they'd that's big actually right be there. able to go to just one game. Yeah. Get them, set them up a little apartment here or something too. Yeah. You know. And – Tell TJ he can pick up the the steak tabs and stuff too, and you pay for play for nothing for one year. But that's the only way it's going to happen, folks. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's the only way it can happen. Right. It, it has to be a situation where he is willing to take a, way less than he's worth. way less than what he would get mm-hmm. if he was just on the open market. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that that and maybe he will. We don't know. Right? You yeah, know? we I don't mean, know. I could see why he would. I would consider if I were in his shoes, nice shoes to be in. They are absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> nice shoes to be in. Um, would you take a would you take a shot if you're the Steelers at re-signing TJ now as opposed to waiting the next year? Yeah, the way you laid it out, absolutely. I mean, I think it would. When you see a lot of people leaving the building, including the Pounceys of the world, I think it's a very good message. You know that this is a foundational player. I know this was a weird year for Zooms and whatnot, but he sure seemed to step up as a leader, as a a media guy, as a face of the team. And if I can even save half a million dollars in this year's cap, great, we need it. The other thing that does for you is it then frees up your franchise tag next year. Good point. Good point. Because again, you don't want to have to use that. Yeah, you're going to have players don't like it. Yeah, you're going to have a bunch of guys who are potentially heading into free agency next year. Mm -hmm. And let's say you you want to use that tag on somebody. These aren't bad team position to franchise. You know. Yeah. Something like that. No. Yeah, I think it makes perfect sense. So uh, yeah, it would not surprise me if the Steelers at some point approached that this offseason. Unfortunately, it doesn't give you a lot of cap relief for this year. But it could it, it could even be something that you wait and do before training camp. Um, you know, one of those type deals because again, the savings aren't enough that, that it's going to say, "Oh, well, you know, the difference between signing one guy or But not. it does free up a little bit of cash for the regular season. Mhm. No. No, I, you know that, that that's essentially you know opening day kickoff. Kevin Colbert said he he wants to take or he likes to take now an additional five million dollars into the start of a season because that's making five roster moves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we talk about that a lot. Or actually, I think it's, I think he said he likes enough to have make be able to make ten roster moves mm-hmm. over the course of the season. Trade well, for a Vanette or you know, I mean, those things get more stuff, expensive. Right? Yeah, yeah, you need Sign stuff. Avery Williams yeah, in, or you're in the middle of the year. Um, that's tough. So, you know, $5 million is the minimum that you need to have. After you sign your draft pick. Yeah. And that's already fielding a 53 and all that stuff, too. Yeah. So that that could be a move that helps them there, at least free up a little bit of cash mm-hmm. to going into the season. And, you know, you're going to have to yeah. 
next year pick it, make that decision. Next year gets it gets really interesting. You get him pick up that fifth year option, not only on Minka Fitzpatrick but Terrell Edmonds as well. Yeah, we, we covered right, right, that right. a few weeks ago. What the difference there and that money is going to be? First round picks that year. Yeah, uh, yeah it's the same as if you were drafted. And you've had Minka very cheap mm-hmm. over the last uh, couple of years. I mean, not that you need it, but you you do that extension with TJ. The Watt family's in really happy with the Steelers. Mama says we love that organization. JJ, <laughs> you should go there. Yeah, anything that, anything that can get JJ here a little easier, I'm all for. Yeah, so well, we'll see how that works out. I'm sure it'll it'll continue to be a hot topic. Um, I promise you, JJ's agents talked to many teams in the last month. Though. Yeah, it's not just all of a sudden. And his agent's Tom Condon. He's no rookie. He's been around the block. Yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. around the block quite a bit. Tom is uh, very well versed in uh, with a number of teams, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's going to be uh, something to keep do what's him. best for JJ. The nice thing about it is, though, since he was released. Doesn't cost you anything in comp picks. Yeah, right, right. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, he could no, sign. He would help any team. He could sign tomorrow with somebody, and it doesn't hurt their comp. Doesn't hurt at all. Yeah. Oh, he's people are gonna be begging to get him. Yeah. And they're. I bet some teams offer him a lot. There will be a big market for JJ Watt. Right. I mean, if I'm just thinking of some teams that have cap space, like the Patriots and the Colts, that think they're good, whether they are or not. New England. That's who I'm talking about. I'd give him a, a pretty decent well, contract. The, the, on a the, the Colts just—the uh, Colts have watched him over the last ten years wreck their season year after year. Heck yeah! And oh, by the way, they're not bringing back Justin Houston. Right. They right. could use a defensive end. Put him next to Buckner on throwing downs. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, they could be dangerous. Yeah. Now you've now you've actually got something there. Yeah, you still don't have a quarterback. No, but it's <laughs> you got better. Yeah, you did you get better. better. That to me, you know, the whole thing with with Watt, T.J. Watt. And Minka Fitzpatrick and Cam Hayward and you know the rest of that defense. When people talk about the Steelers, well, they're not going to be any good in in 2021. Why do we think this defense isn't going to be great? You were eight and eight without Ben Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. with two quarterbacks making their their NFL debut two right. years ago right, with that right. defense. Why do you think it's going to be so- suddenly fall apart and you're going to, they're going to go six and ten? Right. No, I 100% agree. I mean, I, I don't get it. Do you think the defense will be worse next year than this year? I bet it'll be on the same tier. Yeah, it's not, it, it may be uh, take a step backwards. It's still going to be a top-10 defense in the right. NFL. Right, They're still going to rush the passer well. Yeah. They're still going to make plays on that side of the ball. I still think T.J. Watt, still, to me, hasn't even still – still hasn't reached his peak. Right. Highsmith will be better than he was. Fitzpatrick still hasn't – he still hasn't hit his peak. Bush hasn't been close. Right. I yeah, mean, these, right, these right. are guys who are ascending young players. That's why you, when, you talk, when people talk about blowing it up, how do you blow it up and go to those defensive guys and say, "Hey guys, we're we're going to rebuild. Mm-hmm. We're going to we're going to try and win in 2024." People don't seem to recognize <laughs> it, but Edmonds was a lot better this year than he was the last couple of years. It gets overshadowed because they have so many stars. It's right. like Donnie Shaw on the 70s D. You forget how good these guys are. He got a lot better this year. Why isn't he going to get a little better or play at least at the same level? His coverage to me was much yeah, improved. Yeah, so what if he takes a step, another step from where he went two years ago to this year mm-hmm. and takes that that step again next year? Like, right. You know, we, we and I don't love the pro football focus grades. No. But pro football focus had him graded as like the 20th best safety in the league. Mm-hmm. People around here don't recognize that he's – because he's, he's, he's not Minka. Because he's not Minka. It goes back to the argument we had with with mm-hmm. Pouncey when you compare him to to Dawson and mm-hmm. you know. And I bet they find some rookie on defense that helps the team too. You know, yeah. as long as you don't get rushed by injuries. I mean, if they if Cam and TJ are out for the year, yeah. well, yeah, the defense that's any be a team. Yeah. yeah, that's every team. But assuming look what happened this, to the 49ers this right. year. You know, you know, the same level of health or you know similar. 
I think the defense is going to be a top-notch unit. Should be. Right. I mean, there's there's no reason to think that it won't. I can't believe that the offense won't be better than it was last year, too. Yeah, I mean, again, you add if you add a running back to that equation, a, a true, mm-hmm. you know, I'm we're, I'm not even talking about a top ten running McCaffrey, back. Right. If he's a if they had the worst running game in the league last year, mm-hmm. if that if that again if that's league average, if yeah. they if they improve that by twenty yards a game, oh, that would be. It's a massive ripple effect. That also makes your defense better, by the way. Yeah. Um, and I think Ben would be a lot more efficient if he threw less passes too. You know, I mean. You're just harder to play against. Yep, yep, I agree. Um, but uh, that is going to do it for this show. So yeah. I want to uh, thank one. my partner, Matt Williamson, uh, for another good segment here of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And to thank Jacob Recht for keeping us on the air, as he always does. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.